Hi, you're listening to The Self Sessions with me, Marissa McCallum. I'm a body and mindset coach, social entrepreneur and writer. I hope you discover what you want, decide how to go for it and feel like you deserve it. In this space, we will explore all things life and what it means to be human. Sometimes it'll just be me, sometimes not. Perhaps I'll bring along some friends or a fantastic guest to open up the conversation. But in all cases, each episode will be delivered with one single intention and my mantra for life, wishing only love. Let's get started. A few episodes ago, I said I would come back to this topic, so I'm keeping my promise. Obviously, it's important to do what you say you're going to do unless you've renegotiated. That, again, is a different topic for a different time. But today I wanted to speak to you about having a better half. The idea that you are only half a person until you meet your twin flame, your soulmate, the person that makes you a better person, the person that completes you. You complete me. Or do you? I think I had this conversation with someone a little while ago and there was the idea floating around that two halves don't always make a whole. If you try and put two halves together that were originally separate, you still have two halves because you've got that distinct line of separation between the two there's still different things being put together and when you have half of something there is a sense of incompletion so if you have two incomplete things can they equal a complete thing when you put them together or are they just two times incompletion talk about the maths another day (laughs) but I just thought it's interesting to consider that idea that sometimes we can romantically get caught up in the idea that somebody else will complete us. We're looking for that one person to help us feel complete, fulfilled, (laughs) ready to die happy and content. And today is really just about challenging that idea, really, because there can be a misconception that we are here to spend our lives finding the person that's going to make us better, the person that's going to complete us. And I am fully here for the idea that we are already whole. Within the coaching sphere, there is a reference to believing that everybody is already naturally creative, resourceful and whole. And that can feel a little bit radical as a concept because quite often we're told that we need to find things in others to complete us what we're missing to balance us out to be the yin to our yang to be the masculine to the feminine you know really sort of polar opposites joining together to create this beautiful relationship of coherence and a space where you never argue never challenge each other because you just you just get each other just just living in harmony forever that unrealistic ideal (laughs) and I'm not here to put a dampener on relationships at all not at all I am just here to explore today with you maybe relationships are here for a different reason maybe us connecting with other people is around helping us to grow when I entered into my first long-term relationship I was under the impression that you needed to meet the person that was going to make you whole. And I spent 14 years in that relationship, believing that, you know, you needed to find your better half. 
um, and stay with that person forever. <laughs> you had to make it work no matter what. You had to commit and there would just be this beautiful point where you just you'd balance each other out and everything would be cool that that person would complete me. But years later, I realised that that wasn't realistic of me. Entering into a relationship with the expectation that the other person is going to complete you puts so much pressure on both of you. It puts so much pressure on the relationship. That expectation is huge. It's huge to hold and it's unrealistic. You're expecting someone who you've known for a finite period of time to completely understand everything about you and then respond in a way that feels harmonious all the time. Is that even possible? Would you even want that? If you were in a relationship where everything ran smoothly all of the time, would you be appreciative of that? Do we sometimes crave intensity? Do we sometimes crave passion and drama? There are many spiritual writers that actually believe that, yes, our ego craves drama, but our soul craves peace. And as a human being, we are exploring how we can bring that into our lives. And if we're trying to consciously bring that into our lives, there needs to be a level of awareness, an awareness of how we're interacting with people, an awareness of the choices that we make within those situations, an awareness of how we want to move forward. And you keep learning. And just when you think you've moved one layer out of the way, another layer comes along. And that's why sometimes... Some relationships don't work because that growth process that you're consistently going through, maybe without even realising, that growth process can result in you growing apart instead of together. And it's not about becoming, you know, one plant. (laughs) But I do like the idea of a shared ecosystem where the two things can support each other when necessary, where the two things can make adjustments to reflect changes in environment It's all about the awareness and responding, not reacting to whatever's happening at a given time. Journeying into my own understanding involved a lot of self-development, spending time alone, reading books, connecting with people just on a platonic level, learning about myself, giving myself space to work out who I was, who I was when I wasn't in a relationship. Because when I came out of that 14-year relationship, it was definitely a case of, okay, I don't know who I am when I'm not connected to somebody. I was using that other person to define who I was. I was their girlfriend. I shared a house with them. I had a mortgage with them. You know, we went on shared holidays. Their family was my family. My family was their family because we had been together for so long. And so when I came out of that space, I was just confused I'd forgotten who I was when I wasn't in a relationship and so there was something around me rebuilding myself rebuilding my sense of self and then that would help me to move forward and understand what I wanted for myself in the future and this isn't a call for everyone to be on their own not at all not at all we are a social species and when we find groups of people or people that we want to spend time with the idea is that It creates a sense of safety, a sense of connection, and these are fundamental 
human needs. But it's, it's not about becoming immersed in the identity of, you know, who you are to another person. It's about allowing ourselves to experience connecting with other people, which is very different to feeling like you're walking the earth, believing that you need the validation of someone else to be complete. Those are two very, very different things. And so what I had to find in my own journey was a sense of self, build up that sense of self. And then remember that you can't live in a vacuum. You can feel perfectly zen and cool and calm when you're by yourself, but then you can be completely triggered by somebody else. That's what the challenge is, using perhaps relationships as some sort of testing ground, if you like, a place to test yourself, to find out how you manage your reactions in a situation where you are with somebody who is annoying the hell out of you. What do you do? When I was thinking about speaking to you today, instead of a testing ground, I started to think about what it'd be like to have relationships as a playground, to consider them as a playground and use that as an analogy instead. And that felt a lot more fun. Testing ground felt like lots of repeat experiments, lots of charting the progress. It felt very official, but playground, there was a freedom to it. Relationships, they enable us to see what we're like in partnership with somebody else, how to work in collaboration with someone else. They help us to ask questions of ourselves and check in with who we are and who we want to be. But in order to do that, there has to be a level of awareness. We need to go into our relationships with our eyes and hearts open. Really pay attention to how we feel with certain people. What's happening in our body when we're with that person? What's happening energetically when we're with that person? There's also the idea that not every relationship is supposed to last forever. If we are in our playground, perhaps we only want to play for a certain period of time. Perhaps we only wanted to explore something for a certain period of time. And then when that time is done, it's time to move on. And that doesn't need to be a painful process. It doesn't need to be a sad process. There can always be something positive we can take from our interactions with others, a learning. There can always be a learning, something that we can take forward. No experience is wasted. So today I invite you to think about what if you believed that you were naturally creative resourceful and whole already you do not need anyone else to add to your value or worth you already have everything you need inside of you to make choices decisions to live from a place of love how would that change your view of relationships with others especially when it comes to romantic relationships if you are truly creative resourceful and whole already that's letting you know that you are already enough as you are. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Self Sessions. If you did, please share, like, subscribe and stay in touch by heading over to marissamccallum.com. I am, of course, until next time, wishing only love.